0: what's good to find dolls just waking up grand rising for those of you who are into that time to rise and shine go shower start my day but you're gonna see in the title um this is one of those aha moments you know I do kind of keep a pulse on what is going on with the planetary placements um you know not as not as much as some people like Bahati life um, or Astro kit but um, I also am aware that I have water a lot of water elements in my chart and so whether I want to or not I go with the flow I'm a little bit more prone to it um and so it is funny because you probably will have seen in, you know me addressing things and talking about being ruthless and strategy and war. And, and it is so cool. Cause I'm actually, um, in the middle of listening to, uh, higher, higher realm holistics on YouTube. And she brought up a really good and interesting point. Maybe you have noticed within yourself a desire or urge or impulses to fight evil you have been noticing within yourself maybe not in the same areas that i do or to the full extent that i express it but maybe you have been feeling like in yourself there's something that you want to tackle that that you want to play direct opposition to because you believe that that will make the world a better place um one of the things that she brought up is um Age of Aquarius, the the new moon in the Age of Aquarius is overlapping with the um, Chinese New Year that has to do with the uh, white water tiger energy. And that's very much about combating lower frequencies, basically. Right? And that could be in, in any and all areas. And I think that... One of the things I love about um, talking with the Divine Feminine Dolls is that I just love how diverse we are. Uh, One of the the podcasts that I do want to put out later today is um, we've been talking about Athena, um, Goddess of War, and towards the end of, of that podcast where we're introduced to her, I come to the conclusion that. The two swords, she she was known for using um, two swords, in, I mean, yeah, two swords as her preferred measure of combat, but in other, um, still early in the morning, in other, um, I want to get this word so right, <laughs> it's not going to come to me, but in other, um, ways that they tell the story about her um she also uses this shield and a spear and so i talked about how uh you know sharpening my swords um and you know as a as a intellectual tactic and the two swords that i want um to use you know, for now, and, and just allow yourself to go with the flow. You can always pick up new swords, refine your swords, upgrade your swords, pass on your swords, you know, that type of thing. But the two swords that I, I am fascinated with sharpening right now are um, understanding the game of chess, um, especially as it pertains to the Black Queen and the role that she plays, but also just, yeah, chess in general, right, right? Um, but if you know anything about swords, they have the ridges and the tip. And so the piercing point for me would be the the use of the black queen, right? But understanding that there's other factors for the sharpness and the length and whatnot as it pertains to the other players and how to get them, you know, to to into power strategies, uh into power positions. Um, that type of thing the other sword that I'm interested in using and maybe I was gonna do this as a separate podcast but it is what it is maybe I'll you know this is the way it's meant to be the other uh, sword that I look at using is actually something that is new newly introduced to me and that is um, this the lean six Sigma so you've probably heard of six Sigma um, but uh also there's lean six Sigma and in that model, it's about cultivating a culture of continuous improvement. And when I tell you I'm so excited, one of the things I'm going to be sharing um, is how I have come to understand the role of the power players. I think that sometimes we get so frustrated with some of the the, um, the players on the board um, that we undermine their importance. But that means that if you're frustrated, that means that you need to... Um, Get your 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 eh, like some grease on your hands or or get your hands wet or or play your position basically. Um and so with Lean Six Sigma, there's um the white belt, the yellow belt, the green belt, and the black belt, and the master black belt. Um they also the way that Uh, I've mentioned to you, I've downloaded a book from, uh, I think it's Six Sigma Institute. You're welcome to download the free book. Great if you're wanting to go into business or look at how to incorporate these practices for your business, um, but I think it will be great for politics. And so with that being said, um, the way it was also introduced to me in the preliminary introduction was um, that we have the, um, detective, the doctor, and the mechanic, and so some of us have been really mad because we think that everyone is supposed to be the mechanic, but really, um, when you start to look at white, uh, black, yellow, green belt, you start to understand that they, um, work together and one funnels information to the other and you need one that investigates you need one that heals and you need one that or or one that diagnoses the problem and one that um does the healing or the, the correction right and so sometimes we've been frustrated with the person who's giving us funnel funneling us the information and um and there's some people I think that I fall more into and might and have ascended a little bit more from um white belt to the next level, which would be um diagnosing the problem. Um, but I'm also understanding that we have some muscle, right? Very much pinky in the brain. You all know I have a little bit. I have never really watched any or a lot of their cartoon. Um but love the analogy that comes with that Um, one is muscle one is brains and um, love the idea of using my my brain and intellect to uh, manipulate or to um, work with the power players Um, very Athena energy right Athena very much was the intellect the goddess of war and wisdom that would whisper into the ears of the heroes, whisper into those that had the 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 brawn and the muscle to go out and get the job done, right? And so once you start to look at the sinistry and the synergy and how they work together, it is oh, beautiful, right? And all working towards a common goal and that type of thing so I guess I kind of gave you a little bit of a teaser but in in some ways I've kind of addressed some of the things that I want to talk about and thought would be a 30-minute podcast in other areas but I kind of also want to encourage you to start to think about what are your two swords one of the things that I wanted to mention and we'll probably revisit again is you know your swords can be even how you choose to raise your child your children right you teach them how to sharpen their swords their intellect you know another sword could be public speaking another sword could be understanding part uh um marketing tactics either for your business or for you know in in political nature another one could be um um, yeah just about any anything that your heart desires, and I think that's what makes it so beautiful about an army, we all have different ways of of tackling this. you know, if you're a medical professional, what does that mean in terms of refining your intellect to help black women and black men and black children right um bear with me as I deal with some of the language and some of the things I say um as I raise my consciousness and how to address some of the issues, some of you know that I uh, don't think at this point that it's appropriate for a woman really to give advice to. This is interesting. Oh my gosh! Whoa, that's crazy. That's nuts. Um, because I just finished talking. I'm a juicy contradiction. I'm a starburst right now. Let's roll with it. Um. A woman is not really supposed to give advice. I and this is bear with me. I felt it coming on. Right, is not really supposed to give advice to a man. Um, I've talked about how grew up with brothers, dad in the home, um, parents still married, but I saw what it was like to, to see my brothers, my younger brothers, um, gravitate to everything that my dad did, and they. It's true. They say that boys stop listening to their to their moms, when they're around the age of eight, they want to be like their dads. They emulate everything he does, from his mannerisms to how he views his outlooks on life and whatnot. Right? He plays a, a, a role in fact in shaping the way the men that they become of course the role of the mother comes into play too and i'm sure that you know whether they like it or not she does play an influence in the shaping in their mind but we were just talking about how athena is whispering uh, into the air of the heroes that's something that i will need to reconcile um the best way i can look at it is uh my heroes are anybody who is going to further advance the progress of the black community Um, and so then that opens it up to be either um, men or women who are the muscle right Um, and other people who are willing to funnel information into me that's going to help me um, intellectually strategize and diagnose the problem Um, So that's part of my army. That's part of my team. Um, Sounds like I probably need to get a little bit over myself a little bit in what it terms of what it means to um, play with the role of being a a goddess of of war and wisdom and wanting to strategize. I'm going to have to and we have seen this before coming to the realization that on the chessboard, board the, qu- the king has to be on the board so all of this gender war that is really at the truth crippling us it's a little bit of our achilles heel um gonna have to deal with it right we're gonna have to kiss and make up we're gonna have to come together and and work as a team um and and what's fascinating is uh when I was re I was listening to the audiobook last night before I fell asleep and sure enough I fell asleep right as the book was ending it's just shy of two hours but um towards the end they were talking about the strategies of um like astroturfing but a lot of it has to do with sowing seeds of discord and um distraction and chaos and um and so here we are, we have so much discord and, and chaos amongst ourselves and um to the point that we're not even playing together, right? And we two need each other. Um very interesting, right? Strategies of war. And so it's gonna be interesting because I almost feel like if if you're have a public platform you do have a responsibility and um, sometimes things like greed and wanting to make money on YouTube um, or or other other platforms it's kind of like driven by the idea that I'm just going to say things that are insightful not recognizing that you're basically being an agent and an agent of chaos in your own community, right? And distracting from the bigger issues that we have at hand. And, and the, the, I think that there will be a reckoning for that, right? And I want you to think about what that role means in the things that you do. Part of being a divine feminine, part of being a divine masculine is being responsible, being accountable. And every day, how you present to the world, represents and reflects back to the black collective whether we like it or not right how you um show up on the job show up in the household show up for your family show up for yourself show up for your finances right all of those things um are necessary for us to make power moves so didn't want to make this too long i'm going to hop off peace yeah.